Welcome to the Next Level American Dream podcast, brought to you by Thompson Multifamily Group. Your hosts, Abigail and Sean, will discuss how you can take your American dream to the next level through real estate investing, business practices, and personal development. Join us as we share our experiences as a father-daughter duo who are trying to accomplish their goal of financial freedom. We hope you learn more about how to define and achieve your American dream. Here's another episode of Next Level American Dream. On today's episode of Next Level American Dream, we are having a conversation about masterminds. Joining us is Mike Hambright, a successful real estate investor, creator of the Flip Nerd podcast, and leader of the Investor Fuel Mastermind. He has been a mentor to Sean since the beginning of his real estate career and continues to help us succeed. We hope after our discussion today, you see the value in masterminds. Uh, so hi, Mike. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here. Yeah, well, thanks for coming on the show. We really appreciate you. So we're just going to jump right in if that's okay. Let's do it. Yeah, we're super excited to have you. But the first thing I want to talk about is you started out as a real estate investor and now you have a very successful and well-known mastermind. Can you tell us how that transition went? Yeah, I, you know, I started as, you know, with one, doing one deal without having any idea what the heck I was doing, I guess in 2008. And, and for a while, you know, essentially we had a pretty good start, Lindsay and I, my wife, who's on your show here recently is that, you know, we flipped a lot of houses. Our first year, first calendar year, we did about 65 houses and we just kind of came out of the gate swinging, left corporate America and jumped into that at a time when the market was down. And so we were able to do a lot of volume because we just didn't, you know, we just, we just, without too much of the backstory, we just, failure wasn't an option and we were just geared up to be a volume shop. But you know, truthfully, over the first year or two, I started to feel a little lonely. I mean, we'd left corporate America, so we were we were in a small office. You guys would know in Farmer's Branch, we were in a small office right outside of Dallas, kind of a hole in the wall place. We had an employee or two, but they weren't really like our peers. So it was just a little lonely. When, you, when you're in corporate America, one of the good sides is if you work for a big company, there's always happy hours and get togethers and lots of stuff, especially when you don't have kids yet that you kind of participate in. And yeah. we just felt a little bit alone, a little bit isolated. So I started networking and doing other things. And then I got into coaching and did that for a number of years, which is great. Uh, but even with coaching students, I would say it's not necessarily my peers. It's not like I am friends with everybody, everybody that's a coaching student, uh, just because I, usually they're coming to me to learn. And so it's not necessarily a peer to peer relationship, not to say anything bad about, you know, coaching students. But then when I started my podcast, uh, the Flip Nerd podcast in about six and a half years ago, actually, that was essentially just kind of taking my networking to the next level, which was like, let me start to meet people outside of my market, outside of the Dallas-Fort Worth market. That was really my first foray into, not that I didn't have friends and relationships with people in other markets, but it just kind of amped it up in terms of building those relationships. And after several years of doing that, I was like, man, I have this you know, amazing network of friends and successful real estate investors. How can I utilize that? How can I help them? I'm always, I've always been a natural connector to where when somebody tells me they need something, my first thought is like, who can I connect them with? Or what do I know? Or who do I know? Or what's a resource that I could use to help them? I've always kind of been that guy. And so Mastermind just made sense. So we started a Mastermind group, which is really kind of an association, if you will, of, of successful real estate investors that come together and, and do all that same stuff, share resources, share knowledge, 
do deals together sometimes. And uh, so it's just like everything. It started as a group. Sean, you were there at the first meeting, yeah. I believe. So we started as a group of people in like maybe 20, maybe 20 people in a room in Dallas. And, you know, we're about to meet here in two weeks and they'll be, of course, virtually right now, <laughs> unfortunately, for the first time, hopefully the last time. But, you know, we'll have a little under 200 people uh, there. So it's grown quite a bit and it's, it's, it's kind of taken on a life of its own, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, explain to the listeners kind of what a mastermind is uh, in your mind. Yeah. So that word is used a lot and I'll be, I'm guilty of it too. I've like used that name on free Facebook groups before, but I think at its core, it's a higher level. Like if you're an expert in something, it doesn't have to be real estate. It could be anything, but it's really an association of peers that come together and share resources, share knowledge, and rely on each other to be advisors and kind of accountability partners in their business. And so as entrepreneurs, you know, we tend, and if you don't have a boss, like who's holding you accountable, right? Sometimes it's a spouse and sometimes it's not. But I think when you get around other people, there's a social aspect of being around people like you. People kind of get us because we're, we're generally, overall, we're a weird breed, right? Entrepreneurs and specifically real estate entrepreneurs, but just to be around people that kind of get us, right? And then people that motivate us or inspire us to push harder because it's also easy for us to be doing better than maybe we did in a corporate job or something like that. And sometimes we get a little lazy and we're like, wow, I'm doing better than ever. But then you get around some other people and you're like, it's not compared to that person. And you always have to go bigger, bigger, bigger. But I think when you're around people that inspire you, it causes you generally to think bigger. So masterminds is sort of a, a, it's just a way for groups of, of, of similar background and type, I guess, for people that are, they're trying to accomplish similar things in their business that can come right. together, feed off of each other in terms of learning what their best practices are, are in their area and That's how right. they're successful and, and, and areas, even, even areas that they're failing in. Uh, and why they're failing because failures, you know, that's a great learning tool. Yeah. So people can get together and talk about, Hey, this, I tried that and it just, it bombed for me and here's why, you know, so I think it's uh, a mastermind's a great, it, a great way to kind of bring those, those two together Yeah. Um, and find other people that are, that are kind of trying to accomplish similar things. Is that, is that, is that, is that right? Yeah. You just, you know, you, the learning curve is substantially, you, you can climb it substantially faster when you're around, because there's all things, I mean, you could, there's a lot of ways that we learn, right? But if you learn on your own, we all learn, learn through trial and error, but we can learn from other people's errors or mistakes too, right? right? And so if you could, just like, just like if you hire a coach, we've all hired coaches. I mean, I, I'm, you know, some people look down on that sometimes, like, oh, you pay a lot of money to hire a coach or whatever. The truth is, is I'll spend, I, I mean, we'll spend a lot of money on coaches if it helps me dramatically shorten the learning curve and the curve to results, right? It's like when you get to a certain point, you're like, what is my time worth here? So, but anyway, just to kind of surround yourself with people that inspire you to think bigger. And truthfully, I think what we've created, you're obviously a member of Investor Fuel as well. Right. But what we've created is uh, this community of people that truly care about each other and really want to help one another and will are, are almost available anytime to help one another. And so it's kind of hard those things just don't happen naturally. I mean, there are natural places to go face free Facebook groups, RIA clubs, all sorts of associations, but usually those are more of like a, 
they just the relationships aren't as deep i'd say and part of it is that people aren't as when you go to free things just to be honest in my opinion is that people just aren't as committed to those things because they haven't really bought into it right well now, the other thing about the mastermind too the way the way you have it anyway the people that are in the group you know that they have a baseline of experience or, or yeah. they've done a certain amount of uh, business or that kind of thing. So you kind of know that you're dealing with somebody. When you do ask a question, you know that you're dealing with somebody that has been there and, yep. and, and has some success or, or, like I said, some failures. So yeah, we're have- rest- we restrict who we let in. Yeah, you can't just let anybody in. Yeah. In fact, okay. we just had a guy that joined today that he's rehabbed over a thousand houses. I mean, he has tremendous experience in, in rehabbing. And so, for example, not that everybody has that level of experience, but but yeah, we, we pre-qualify people to make sure that they're a good fit for the group. You got to, you kind of get, got to get through the gate. Right. So when you, like, if I have a question, like I had a question the other day about an owner finance program and you know, we have, there's two or three people in the group that have done hundreds of them, you know? Right. And so you know that they know what they're talking about when they, when they give you a suggestion or when they help you with that process, you know? Right. So right. it gives you confidence in the people that you're in the mastermind with to say, Hey, I've got this little problem. I, I've never done one of those, you know, can you walk me through this? And you know, you know that they, they're, they're an expert at it. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I, We've all seen people responding to questions on Facebook that we know the person responding has no idea what they're saying, but they say it with such authority that it's that people don't know. So, I mean, ultimately sometimes you get what you pay for in uh, on free social media land. Right. So yeah, and having that pre-qualified person that, that, you're, that you're dealing with in your mastermind, you already know they, if they're saying it, then it's, it's good. And, you know, but right. you, you don't get that just in a, uh, let's say a bigger pockets forum post or something, you know, you don't know who's yeah. answering those questions. So. Right. I, I think the mastermind, it just kind of it takes it to the next level in terms of, of interaction. So. Right. Right. So tell me kind of Mike, how, I know you've, you've been in part of, you've been a part of other masterminds as a, as a sort of a participant very high level masterminds across the country. And you've also built your own mastermind. So people are looking at joining a mastermind, sort of how should they um, expect it to be structured? What is a successful mastermind structure look like? And what kind of um, things should they expect to have the mastermind do for them? Or, 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 or what kind of activities should they be doing to, to see a successful mastermind project? Yeah. I, you know, every group's different and there's some, there's some good groups out there. I think, you should, you know, everybody's different. It depends on what your goals are, right? So some masterminds are more kind of coaching based where you're, they call it a mastermind, but it's really kind of a high level handholding type coaching. Ours is really not like that. It's more peer to peer. However, you know, we're here to help whenever we can, or certainly with making connections to other people in the group. Some are, you know, truthfully, some are more ego driven. They're just more, it's a place to, you know, see and be seen and brush shoulders with people that think that, you know, they're rock stars and stuff like that. And, and sometimes they are, so not to say anything about that, but some are, you know, like ours where we have some amazing people in there, but we're very focused on culture and, you know, we, we talk a lot about, you know, don't bring your ego to the meeting because it doesn't belong here. Right. And so everybody's equal here. We're all entrepreneurs. Even if somebody's, if somebody's on a hundred houses versus somebody that's done a thousand houses, we all have personal goals we're trying to meet. Right. And so we just try to like level the playing field and say, Hey, we're all we're all on a mission here to make our, ourselves better, make our improve our life for our families and those around us and stuff like that. So just share and be yourself and don't be focused on chest thumping and stuff like that. Like this just isn't a place for it. So, you know, I think there's also groups that you're a part of and you come four times a year or three times a year. And when you leave, you're done and you're out. 
or, you know, has some frequency, but there's really nothing that happens in between. And we kind of believe that we're, our culture is 365 days a year. Like people are, in fact, we, I just got back uh, kind of right before the coronavirus was kicking off on a trip to uh, Yellowstone where we're snowmobiling and dog sledding with eight, eight couples. They're members of Investor Fuel. And so a lot of us travel together, do things together, are friends, do deals together. And so we kind of, we've kind of created a community that persists, you know, 365 days a year, do a lot of Facebook stuff. We're having online happy hours twice a week these days. You know, we just, we're kind of a part of, I guess sometimes it comes from the leader. Sometimes the leader just wants to sell something and, and I'm not poo-pooing anybody, but they're just like, Hey, we're done for the quarter. Like whew, I'm done, you know? And we're just like, Hey, we're, we're always just getting started uh, because we're here to serve everybody, you know, for the most part, 365 yeah, days a year. I've been in a couple of masterminds. Not, I'm not, I don't have the experience that you have with the masterminds, but, I think the most important thing for me and, and what you guys have at, at Investor Fuel is I feel open to share my wins and my losses with anybody in the group, you know. So I know that the, just as, like you said, the culture is a, a one of support and everybody that's in the group is there to help you win, right? And I feel, I feel great when other members win, you know, they, they get a deal or something like that. You always feel good for them, right? And yeah. I think you want to be or create an environment in your mastermind that, that that's what the expectation is that everybody's there to support each other. Yeah. And you, you can feel open to, to, to talk about, you know, how your business is really going to. Yeah. There's a, we all know people or we know of people that are out there that seem like they're on top of the world and then they're gone a week later, a month later at some point. I mean, there's a guy like that now there's this big guru that's everywhere. And now he's like, he's now he's doing something totally different outside of real estate. And we're like, what, what happened? Like he was like the first one to fall, you know, it's like, and it's just, there's people that represent themselves as something that they're not. And part of it is, is they're never able to share when things aren't going well. I mean, for us as real estate investors, we have problems all the time. So yeah, let's not hide that, hide behind it and just talk about the good times. You know, that's, let's talk about the bad times too, because that's what makes us stronger. Yeah. yeah but if you're looking for a mastermind, I think that one of the most key, one of the biggest keys to it is if you go to, if you go to a, a gathering with your mastermind, and you don't feel like you can be open and honest with everybody that's there, you may not be in the right place. That's right. It doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean matter what activities they have going on. But I think the way you have it structured is, you know, you have hot seat presentations where people discuss their business and, and uh, people give feedback. And I think the way you have it structured, it encourages that openness and that, and that sort of vulnerability to talk about your business. So yeah, if, if your mastermind is not structured that way that you're trying to, participate in uh, I would look for something else but yeah you want to be able to be yourself I'll, I'll say there's case in case where there's a guy that's in our that's in our group that got in some trouble like he had his inventory was building up had a lot of hard money out this is this is uh, several months back and uh, he almost didn't come to the event but then he did show up and we were glad to see him and he's like I don't want to present because I'm having all these problems and we're like this is the time to present like so we kind of convinced him to get up and share what was going on. And the group just like poured, poured in on him. Like, here's how we can help you. Let me connect you with this guy. Let's get on a phone once a week. And it was just, that's what it's about, right? It's not like some groups you might be a part of. You would want to show your face there because your ego tells you that, or, or you're concerned about, you know, somebody else's ego belittling you for that. And we're like, hey, this is, we might be a little dysfunctional sometimes, but we're a family. So let's kind of work through this together, you know? Yeah, and I think those eco groups are fine. It, you know, that's kind of what you're, 
if that's what you're looking for, that's fine. But I think if you're trying to develop and become a better person, a better businessman, I think you want to find some place that supports that. Yep. Yep. So Mike, talk about, so you created your own, your own masterminds. And I don't know if anybody talks to you about what has this done for you? Like what if being the, the guy who created the mastermind, what, what are you kind of getting back from that? I'm sure you're getting a lot. Yeah. That's an interesting question. I don't know if anybody's ever asked me that before. I, uh, which is good. Thank you, Sean. So, you know, I get a lot of value out of helping people. I really do. I like to teach, you know, I've been coaching for a long time. I think it got to a point where I've, and I still do coaching, but I feel like sometimes I don't get as much value out of coaching because there was some people get results and some don't. And, and usually it's because the person gave up, you know, that that's a common thing for new real estate investors to try and then they stop. Right. And so the great thing about the mastermind is, is that people are not, you don't have to convince when, when they get to our level to where they could be a member and they're doing, which is, by the way, as you know, we have two groups, we have what we call the gold group, which is people that are doing 10 to 50 deals a year. And then we have our platinum group, which is people that are doing 50 deals and above. And we have members that are doing hundreds of deals a year. But once you get to that level, you're not questioning, does this really work? You're just pivoting to find new ways to take it to a, another level or improve your life or whatever. So it's, it's more like fine tuning the business instead of, trying to decide if you should leave your job and does this even really work and stuff like that. So right. what I've kind of found is that because we're generally working with proven entrepreneurs, they generally value, I'm here for everybody, but they value my time more. If that makes sense. Like they're more appreciative of sharing time. And I'm not saying that, Hey, you should bow down and <laughs> anything like that. I'm just saying, I, I want to help people more when they appreciate my time, when people are takers, you know, they're just like, and I'm not saying the coaching students are that way, but there's a lot of people out there in social media that will say, Hey, you don't know me, but can you do a bunch of stuff for me? And it's like, you know, we kind of say like, Hey, you should lead with value. Don't like lead with taking. It just doesn't sound good. So, you know, I think I, I get a lot of satisfaction out of seeing people succeed in their business and makes their, their family lives better hit more of their goals. So I get a lot of value out of that. And we see a lot of that at, at our level with investor fuel. So I think part of why I've done all this stuff is, you know, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a CEO of a business, small business, like, you know, it's hard to make friends sometimes, right? Like we know I, I have thousands of acquaintances, but very few good friends, I'd say. And it's a way for me to build more friendships with more people like me, just because of the bait that I'm using, which is investor fuel, I guess. Yeah, this is a very lone wolf business. It, it can yeah. get super lonely yeah. if you don't have a support group. And it's, uh, you know, that's not that a mastermind is a support group, but it's, it is a group that does get support you. But yeah, it is a very lone wolf business. And I think, um, uh, I don't think you've talked about it, but I think one of the biggest benefits that you may get from it is, is just feeling pride for the successes that we have as, as business owners that you were there, you know, I know, I know for me specifically, you've introduced me to people that have changed my life in the last couple of years through this mastermind, you know, just putting, putting me in the same room with those people that can answer my questions and help me get to where I need to be uh, is a tremendous thing for, for people in my position. So you, you are being the catalyst for that. Yeah. I, I would, I would, if I were you not to, not, you have to be proud of that, but I would, I would feel good about that. Yeah. That make, it, honestly, it, it makes me feel good to hear things like that. No doubt. No doubt. Right. Yeah, it changes, you know, it changes just those little things. You don't even know it at the time, but it can change your entire life, you know, and, yeah. and, and for the better or, or, you know, for sure. So, yeah, cool. Well, talk about, I guess we, we, we hit on many of the other questions I was going to ask here, but 
talk about if someone were, were joining a, a mastermind, what, what sort of benefits, I, I guess we talked about some of that too, but what sort of benefits would, should they expect to see or, or would want to get out of, out of being in a mastermind? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think part of it is, I'll say this, this is a common scenario, is people don't really know what to expect when they join. And so every time we have somebody that comes for a first, their first event, they're, people act differently, but how they, we always ask them like, you know, it's pretty common. We, we get feedback like, it's your first event. How was it? Usually it exceeded their expectations, but they didn't necessarily know what to expect. They just knew this seems like a place I belong, right? Right. So I think yeah. that generally should happen. Like you, if, if you were like underwhelmed by it, it's probably not, it's probably not a fit for you. If you go there and you feel like you're the biggest, you know, the biggest dog in the room, have the most experience in the room, then it's probably not the right room for you, right? You don't want to be the, you, you know, it's just not a fit. So, you know, something that gives you value, something that a group that can give you some level of accountability to put yourself out there and say, I'm going to take myself to the next level and for people to kind of hold you to that. So we have in between our meetings, we have monthly accountability calls and we have people document their goals. We literally put it in our membership sites for everybody to see like this person's goals are, these are the three business goals and one personal goal. And so, you know, I think uh, there's some stuff in my life that I like working out and stuff like that. Like I kind of refuse to be held accountable and it shows, <laughs> right? But I think in business, I mean, with anything in life, if you, if you force yourself to be held accountable, you're going to see results. So that's kind of like to say in our group is we, we can't force you to be held accountable, but we can help hold you accountable, but you have to be a self-starter in that regard too. Yeah. So I guess people should expect to, um, uh, find a group that they can feel open and honest that, to discuss their business with everybody. They can find a group that uh, is helpful and, and, and uh, moves them forward on a personal and business level. And then they can also find a group that when they deploy those suggestions, they, that someone, there's someone there to say, hey, how's it going? Have you yeah. been doing that? Uh, so it's just sort of that accountability component. So that's yeah. it's kind of the way I look at it, those kind of those three things. Uh, are the biggest one thing, benefits to it. One thing that I see too, not everybody has a goal to teach or help help other people. Not that they want to be unhelpful, but just like some people aspire to like go out, let me go out of my way and help other people, right? And I think if you're looking for a place to like, if you feel like I have this knowledge, I have these things I wish I could share with other people. I don't really want to be a coach, but so what we've seen in our group is people come in and they, this is probably the most common thing that happens is people come in, we have them give a hot seat presentation, as you know, your first meeting, which is, we end up talking about your challenges and where you need help, but it starts off with a give, something that they want to give to the group. It could be a resource. It could be a connection, a software, a tool. It could be a lot of things, right? It could be a life experience. Like, you know, I was working hard and then this went wrong in my life. And here's what I learned from that. Any of those things, right? So the most common thing is that people feel like they got so much value that their give wasn't big enough, you know? And we're like, Hey, don't, don't sweat it. But if you feel like, you're getting so much value and you through reciprocity feel like you need to give more. And if you're, if you're that type of person, then a group like ours is a perfect fit. Right. Yeah. Um, so if that's something that you, I mean, or any, any mastermind group, if you're that type of person, you'll, you'll get a lot of value from just because every group needs more of that people that are willing to share. Right. Yeah. You know, the other thing is I've noticed that a lot of the guys in the group, uh, we'll, we'll go home and they'll start smaller groups within their own market too. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're inspired by what you have 
on sort of like, I guess this, your, your mastermind would be more of a national level mastermind where you have people from all over the country. What is the benefit of someone saying, hey, in your local market, maybe starting a smaller group or a RIA type group for this type of, I don't know what you call them, just like a smaller mastermind. Do you, you think sure. it's beneficial for people to do as well? Yeah, I think we've got guys like Josh Hines that started has started some stuff in Baltimore and and nationally. We've got there's a bunch of people that are in our group that own that own or operate real estate clubs, RIA clubs. It depends on what they want to get. If it's teaching or is it sometimes uh, just by being a leader and sharing a lot of information and having great speakers come, whether it's virtual or in person or whatever. Sometimes you become the go-to person for deal flow, right? So that's I never I was never I never owned a RIA club, but you know, I've always been networking I and mean, that's how you and I met initially was through common friends. And I was always big on sponsoring real estate clubs and hosting happy hours. And, you know, I'm like, an, I'm kind of an, an event junkie a little bit, but I think through all that networking and trying to add value and meeting people and networking, certainly that's benefited me way. Like some of them are financial and some are not, some are just from a satisfaction way. I was able to meet this person or talk to somebody or some relationship that turned into something bigger than what I would have imagined initially. Right. And it certainly helped me get a lot of deals over the years, just because I talked to somebody and the next thing you know, they've got a deal and they're like, Hey, are you interested in that? Or I'm not sure this is a deal for me, or I'm not a lender, but I could have probably lent on a ton of deals if I was in that business. And so, you know, there's, if you dig around enough and you network enough and you help enough people, you get, I'm going to use air quotes or you get lucky more often, right? Yeah. Yeah. You give yourself a better shot at success there. Yeah. Sure. So if, if someone wanted to kind of get started and uh, join a mastermind, is, are there places that people can kind of go to, to research them or find them or, or how would someone get started? Not really. It's kind of, I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, of course we have a website, but there, I don't, I'm not aware of like a directory or anything like that, but <laughs> I think you just got to ask around to people that you respect and um, that you inevitably you know when, when we have an event going on people are posting pictures because they're they're at happy hour with some friends or at dinner or uh whatever but i think you know just look up the people that you know and respect that you think highly of and just see well who are they hanging out with right whoever you aspire to be more like like well how who are who are their friends like who are they talking to what groups are they a part of and that's how you find out you know where I'm not going to say the cool kids, but if you aspire to be more like somebody, they, they've done some things to get there, right? Through, and probably through networking and relationships one way or another. So who are their friends and who are they hanging out with? So just take a look at your network and see the people that, that, are, that are, seem to be successful in your, in your network and, and what they're, you know, kind of what they're participating in and maybe start there, right? Yep. Sure. Mike, one of the biggest themes of our podcast is, we think that the traditional definition of the American dream can be tailored to each individual and what they want to accomplish in their life. So what does the American dream mean to you? How would you define it for yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's kind of doing what you want when you want with who, you, with whom you want, I guess. Right. And so that's what I think. I think, you know, it can't just be about money because no matter how much money you'll have, there'll always be somebody that has more, right? It has to be, am I, am I able to live life on my terms uh, is what it means for me. So in a nutshell, that's what I'd say. Yeah. Um, and then another thing on top of that is 
something that I've noticed about you is you take a lot of action steps in order to accomplish that dream and even take it to a whole nother level. And you even said in what you do with your mastermind, you take other people's dreams to the next level. What is your next step in taking your dream to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whomever you want? So where do I go from here to get closer to my dream? Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys know my wife, Lindsay. So we, we've uh, been investing in mall. So primarily we've been a single family house investor for really for the last 12, 12 and a half years. Over the past year and a half, we've done been a part of some big multifamily deals and aspire to do more of that. And you know, we have a rental portfolio, a single family rental portfolio as well. And uh, even though we don't manage it, it's still not passive. Like we still have, <laughs> we still have drama to deal with. And I think you know, one of our realizations is to move the needle faster, we need to do bigger deals. So, you know, that's one thing we're spending a fair bit of time on these days is kind of you know similar to you guys is like just planning to do bigger commercial deals uh, because at the end of the day, single fa the single family business has been great for me. I'm not going to take anything away from it, but it's just, uh, there's just not enough zeros on those, on those deals. <laughs> so your way to, to go to the next level is just to increase the, the size of the deals you're doing. Yeah. Cause I, those are, those really have the ability to be more passive, right? I mean, when right. you're doing bigger deals, you can afford to have a bigger management team, right? Or you can have people that have roles and responsibilities, even though we have a property manager, there's still tax issues or make ready issues or fires or whatever it might be. But, and there is no kind of, you know, there is no management level for the most part, other than us. Like at some point the property manager says, this is outside of our scope. You need to handle this. Instead of if you had a larger, you know, if you had a couple hundred unit multifamily, there'd be on-site management and there'd be maintenance people to handle things. And there'd be, you know, layers of people that are able to handle the things that inevitably fall on us as single family investors. Yeah. You can spread the risk and spread the, spread the responsibilities and, and it just uh, becomes a little bit smoother, I think. Yeah. Well, how can I sort of tell everybody how they can kind of connect with you and, and all the stuff you have going on? You have a ton of things going on and you've been, yeah. you've been on the Flipner podcast for years and you've got uh, giant masterminds and all kinds of stuff going on. How can people kind of get in <laughs> touch with you and get, and get uh, more information? Yeah, the best is, you know, probably you go to flipnerd.com, which is, this is our Flipnerd logo here, flipnerd.com. And it's not all about flipping houses. We, we wholesale, we buy and hold. There's anything you could do with single family we're talking about there. But we have a tremendous amount of uh, free content available there. Investor Fuel is our mastermind. So if you're an experienced investor and uh, do a fair bit of deals, you're basically focused on it full time, then uh, you might be a fit for that, investorfuel.com. And other than that, just uh, maybe connect on Facebook or on Instagram. You can find find me just by looking at Mike Hambright. I will say this. I actually found him last night. It's hilarious. There's another guy named Mike Hambright that's like a tattoo artist <laughs> and uh, like is a little rough around the edges, let's say. So it's kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, so Lindsay was like, you guys got to be related. I was like, I don't think so. I don't want to be related. But anyway, I'm not <laughs> the guy with the tattoo, the but He's got him like across his neck. He actually has a swastika on his chest. So that's not me. <laughs> no relation that I'm aware of. Uh, but you can find me, Mike Hambright, on Facebook. <laughs> great. Well, thanks, Mike. I really appreciate you coming on. I know, the, I know right. it's an interesting topic, and, I, and you obviously know a ton about it. And you have an awesome uh, mastermind that you put together. You and uh, your whole team are, are amazing. 
And uh, we Thank really you. appreciate you coming in and, uh, and talking about it for us. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Okay. We'll, we'll see you later. Yeah, thank you, right. Mike. Thanks, guys. We'll see ya. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level American Dream. If you would like to learn more about what we talked about today, want to contact the team directly, or are interested in passively investing and being a part of our deal room, head over to our website at www.thompsonmultifamilygroup.com. Before you go, please leave a review. Your comments help us create more episodes for you to enjoy.